Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here. And today we have to talk about doorbell cameras again because there's a privacy loophole. And I'm glad to see major publications really starting to pick up the privacy issues with Ring Doorbell and Amazon, not to mention the other ones, but they are by far the largest in the room. I've been talking about this for years, um, since at least 2018, 2017. Now, in this case, I took the title uh, that you see on the podcast or video directly from Politico, uh, the article uh, from Politico that I'm cribbing from. And Politico is read by politicians uh, all across the United States. And I hope they're reading this article article by Alfred Neng. Now, he came up, Alfred came up with um, basically a novel concept or a novel thought that I really hadn't talked about before, which is why I wanted to reiterate this. But here's what's going on. And again, this is coming from an excellent article in Politico. You all should read this. And, and I'm, I'm basically cherry picking, but but you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Now here's here's what happened. The last week of uh, Thanksgiving, Michael Larkin, who's a business owner in Hamilton, Ohio, uh, basically received a call. It was from the local police, and they wanted footage from his front door camera. He has a Ring video doorbell, uh, and, uh, and and so here we are. And for the record, there are more than 10 million, uh, basically, households that have these things. Now, his doorbell was among 21 Ring cameras in and around his home and business, picking up footage of Larkin, his neighbors, his customers, anybody else near the house. The police said they were conducting a drug-related investigation on one of his neighbors and wanted videos of suspicious activity between 5 and 7 p.m. for a night in October. Larkin, being a citizen, cooperated, sent the clips of a car that drove by his ring camera uh, more than 12 times during that time frame. Now, he thought that's all the police wanted, but that was just the start of everything else. They started asking for more footage, an entire day's worth of records, and then a week later, he received a notice from Ring itself that the company had received a search warrant signed by a local judge. The notice informed him that he was obligated to send video footage around basically from more than 20 cameras, whether he wanted to do it or not. Now, this is where this gets really interesting, because as network home surveillance cameras become more popular, like Ring Doorbell, Larkin's case illustrates a growing collision between the law and people's own expectation of privacy for devices they own. That's a loophole that concerns privacy advocates and some lawmakers, but the legal system really hasn't fully fully tackled this or addressed the situation yet. Now, questions of who owns private home security footage and who can get access to it have become a bigger issue over uh, basically during this national debate on digital privacy. So when law enforcement gets involved, basically legal protections tend to go away. Now, the cameras uh, amount to a large unregulated web of, America, of eyes uh, through American communities. I've talked about that before, which can provide law enforcement valuable information in the event of a crime, but it also creates a 24-7 recording operation that even the owners of the cameras aren't fully aware that they're helping to build. I have been talking about that exact point for years. Amazon and Ring Doorbell, not to mention you know their smaller competitors because they are the behemoth, have created the largest surveillance apparatus system the United States has ever seen, and we're all putting these things in our homes. This is obviously a huge problem. Now, if you're listening to Senator Markey, uh, Senator Ed Markey, Democrat of Massachusetts, and I quote, they are part of an ever-expanding web of surveillance in communities across America. I've been ringing alarms about this company's threats to our privacy and civil liberties for years. Now, here's the kicker to this article, because I think this really, uh, you know, uh, Alfred Neng just, I think, really nailed it here, because in Larkin's case, uh, Ring spokesperson Brendan Daly confirmed to Politico that Ring reviewed Larkin's warrant and provided a full response to the legal request. It sent all the footage 
the police asked for. And that's the problem that we have here. And, and this is this is what this is what Alfred brought up in this article for Politico. Who really owns the footage? Now, if you're looking at things online, privacy-wise, you would think, well, I own the doorbell, I'm paying for the doorbell, the footage is mine to disseminate as it wishes. Amazon honored the warrant on Larkin's behalf and gave the footage, unbeknownst to Larkin, whether he had a choice or not, to to uh, the police. Now, obviously, they've got a warrant. That's a really good thing. I, you know, I, I think that we've seen cases. I don't think I know because I've talked about it. We've seen cases where Amazon has put turned over the footage to police in what they call exigent circumstances. But that is a massive gray area. But who owns the footage? And I will give you this example of this uh, in in kind of a tangent to this. So if you buy music or books from Amazon and you're streaming them because you have Amazon Music or you've got a Kindle where you're downloading books, if the publisher pulls out, meaning let's say, I don't know, Random House Publishers pulls out of the book game from Amazon, they will remove the books you have purchased from your Kindle. And there have been a lot of cases of this, of people saying, hey, I had X books, X book for years, and and okay, the publisher like went away, or they, they dropped their contract with Amazon, and Amazon just removed the book. I mean, you can't have somebody walk into your house and pick up a physical book, take it off your shelf, without that being considered theft. If you're buying it, you own it. Even if it's on a device, you bought a Kindle, you own the Kindle. And so I think this is absolutely ridiculous. I don't care if the publisher goes away, but if you if you look at this from the from the standpoint of video surveillance footage, you don't own the footage. If they are able to honor the warrants and, and essentially access this and give this give this to the police, that means they have full access to all video systems out there through Ring. And interestingly enough, I talked about this years ago, back in 2017, 2018 where a whistleblower came forward, and this was during Ring's uh, purchase to Amazon. Ring wasn't encrypting the doorbells. They had multiple employees that could go in there and just look at anything. Their executives at will could go in and look at footage. Want to stock your ex? If she's got a Ring doorbell, you can go see his or her footage. This is what I'm talking about. So understand, when you have a Ring doorbell, you don't own the footage. Basically, Amazon does. And so Amazon can do what they want with it. They do not need to honor warrants in this case. If they're able to honor the warrant and send the information, that means it's not encrypted. That means you don't have control over your footage at all. That is a huge problem. Stored video footage is generally governed by data laws. And those laws are still new in the United States. And they're very limited, most of them being only at the state level. And so far, U.S. state privacy laws, from the strictest regulations out of California to uh, basically an industry-backed law in Virginia, all include exemptions if law enforcement comes asking. And so that is a huge problem for your privacy. We are building the largest surveillance network. Amazon has been making inroads and inroads and inroads into law enforcement. And they've been giving these things basically away to law enforcement as a way to entice law enforcement to give these to the communities. And this is a huge problem. They have been working with literally hundreds, if not thousands, of law enforcement agencies, local and federal, here in the United States now. I've reported on that as well. And so it, it just... It bothers me because I've been talking about this stuff for at least five or six years at this point, and, and I'm glad the world is really starting to catch up. I'm not patting myself on the back here. We need to be reading these things. We need to really be focused on these things because we have the convenience of being able to open up an app and see what's, our, what's at our front door in an instant. But if we don't control that, if we don't own that, the world might see things we don't want it to see. And also, do we really want to build a surveillance network for, for, for the local government? Or the national government? No. No. 
Absolutely not. We've existed for centuries without this kind of invasive technology and we were just fine. And so I think this is a huge problem. I'm going to keep talking about this. I'm going to keep harping on this. This was a great article out of Politico. Again, Alfred Nang, you should guys should go read it. I took the title pretty much straight from them. And that is your news of the day. And I'm going to keep ringing this bell until it actually changes. We actually have privacy laws and you actually get off ring doorbell and get something that is actually more secure. There are better options out there that give you control of the encryption that do not allow the company providing Providing this to gain access to your footage. You can find them, and there you go. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And also uh, subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.